welcome back to another instalment of Mental Health Monday. Stick around as I share with you three scientifically proven ways you can instantly feel happy. Hi, I'm Katie Woodland, a maverick psychologist, business coach, TEDx speaker and best-selling author who helps female entrepreneurs purge their emotional demons so that they can lovingly create the business of their dreams and leave a positive impact on the world. Do you ever find yourself waking up and feeling meh? It doesn't seem to matter that you've got the life you want, the relationship you've dreamed of, or you're finally doing something which is having a positive impact on the world. For some reason, you wake up in the morning and there are no whiffs of roses, no sunlight streaming through your window, and there's no smile plastered across your perfectly turned out face and hair. Instead, the alarm goes off, your hair's all over the place, and your entire body is fighting against you as you try to get out of bed. Then you find yourself searching the internet to finally uncover what is causing this mismatch between your outer world and your inner one. You may stumble across the people telling you it's just your age and it's all downhill from your 30s. Other people may try and convince you it's because of some deep-rooted limiting belief that you just haven't found yet. Even others may share their wisdom that in this lifetime it's your destiny to bear untold pain. The thing is, even without meeting you, I can tell you that none of these things are true. The truth that no health and wellness guru, fake guru, is going to tell you is that sometimes you're just having a bad day. Sometimes there is no rhyme or reason for what our bodies do. Or rather, there's no deep-rooted, unknown reason. There's always some reason, but most of the time we just get pretty good at ignoring it. So this morning I woke up with a pounding headache. It was as though my brain had grown legs overnight and was determined to escape through my skull. Thankfully, a pint of water, a quick slosh of some essential oils and another 90 minutes kip soon sorted that out. But there was no reason for my headache. I drink plenty of water, I eat relatively healthy meals, have 60 minutes no tech pre-bedtime and exercise regularly. And in the last five years, I've probably had maybe three headaches. They're really uncommon. So what has my lack of headaches got to do with you? Well, here's the thing. I could have woken up with a headache and rather than thinking, what on earth, bloody thing, I'll have to just fix it and move on. I could have instead woke up and thought, what on earth, I never get a headache. It must mean something bad's going on inside my head. I'll need to dive into WebMD and find out whether it's a sign of something nasty. Knowing I eat healthy, I exercise and I drink plenty of water, I could very quickly dismiss these as the reasons as to why it occurred and carried on my internet search determined to find the real reason why it was happening. And all this searching keeps me tuned into the pain of the headache, the fear of there being something wrong and the worry that my head's about to explode. Once trapped in this mini cycle, my brain does its oh so helpful but really unhelpful thing of reminding me of all the other times I've ignored my health, thinking it was benign and it wasn't. Like the time I thought I had a cold, then was coughing up blood on the shop floor of a swanky fast fashion retailer when I was a manager, which turned out to be pneumonia. All the time I had another cold, which ended up being the flu, and I had me in bed for 
days with a sky high temperature and even a hallucination or two. So then you keep reading and searching and uncover all the stories of people who've got brain tumours, rare genetic disorders and a host of other scary nasty things which were only diagnosed because they had a headache and they never get headaches. Just like that, you're convinced it's game over. Okay, so it might seem a little far-fetched that after one random headache and a couple of hours internet searching would lead me down the physical health black hole. The truth is, it happens. In fact, it happens all the time, especially when it comes to our emotional and mental health. Mainly because for those of us who were born pre-2000, we never spoke about mental health or emotional trauma. It was always something that was whispered about. It was something to be kept behind closed doors. Absolutely never something you talk about openly. And the thing is, even nowadays as a society, like most people just don't understand it. Not like we do physical health. So if someone sprains a wrist, we understand what that must feel like. We've all experienced physical pain before. But if someone is so beaten down by their thoughts that getting out of bed has become as difficult as running up Mount Everest butt naked, unless you've been through this, you can't imagine it. The problem is, it's spoken about so much that the first time we experience a day where we're exhausted for no reason, we find ourselves questioning our decisions, or we have palpitations over doing something, we believe we must have a mental illness. And you want to know a secret? Anxiety is a natural reaction. Depression is natural. Even schizophrenia is simply a way of your body attempting to cope with something that's happened. Mental illness is not a disease, it's an unhelpful coping mechanism. The problem is that when we end up trapped at the bottom of the emotional black hole, we often don't have a torch. We're in complete darkness. The roses, sunshine and smiles are so far away, they appear as something magical and mystical, just like leprechauns, unicorns and the winning lottery ticket. Now the thing is, that even when you're at the bottom of the pit, you don't have to stay there. That is a choice. Biologically, you're only ever in the emotional black hole for 90 seconds. Yep, you heard that right, 90 seconds. After that, you can do something to change what the next 90 seconds feels like. You don't have to. You can choose to stay in the black hole. Like I said, it's your choice. Just like I had a choice this morning with my headache. I could have wallowed, felt sorry for the pain and spent the day convinced it was game over. It was only a matter of time before my head exploded. Or I could have accepted for some random reason my biology went a little wonky overnight and took the actions that I needed to help put it right water, essential oils, and more sleep. So if you're like me and you've decided that your biology can be tamed whenever it's being a rogue, here's three things you can do which are scientifically proven to help you instantly feel happy. Oh, and by instantly, I mean within 90 seconds, because on this, you gotta roll with your biology, not against it. Number one, sing. 
when we sing on our own, our bodies release endorphins, which are pain relief hormone, and serotonin, the happy hormone. When we sing with others, we also have the added benefit of releasing oxytocin, which is sometimes called the love hormone, but is also connected to empathy and trust. Number two, dance. When we dance, we release serotonin, endorphins, and dopamine, which is your reward hormone. And dancing is so powerful, it's also been found to reduce the onset of dementia and reduce symptoms in people struggling with Parkinson's. Number three, laugh. Laughing not only releases serotonin and dopamine, it actually reduces the number of stress hormones present in the body. For example, cortisol, the stress hormone, and epinephrine, also known as adrenaline, and is the energy or focus hormone. All three of these are free, they work fast, and you can do them multiple times a day without needing to worry about any adverse side effects. Okay, so your friends, family, and colleagues might think you've lost the plot if you end up singing, dancing, and laughing when you're supposed to be heading an important board meeting. Now, you need to understand that feeling good only happens when we allow the hormones which make us to feel good to flow. If you haven't done anything which floods your system with serotonin for a while, there isn't gonna be any whizzing around your body, so you can't make yourself feel good. Now, as I said before, like I can't tell you what to do. This is your journey, not mine. But if you do want my advice, spend the next seven days prioritizing flooding your system with serotonin before you get swept up in the belief that you must be struggling with a mental illness. The way we feel is just biology. We can roll with it, we can fight against it, or we can tweak it. We are in control. We just need to get back in that driving seat. Anyways, I have rambled on quite enough for one Mental Health Monday, so happy hormone boosting. Oh, and if you think that you've tipped slightly over the edge of what singing, dancing, and laughing can do to get you out of the black hole, Follow the link below to join me on the upcoming free live web class where I'll be sharing more things you can do to feel good every single day without relying on drugs, alcohol or needing a therapist on speed dial. See you soon.